The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Wanted to start with this. It is your chance to have a say on how you'd like to see the city wards redesigned. Uh, Edmonton has launched a ward boundary review ahead of the 2021 municipal election. As you know, right now the city is split into 12 electoral wards, each with its own city councillor, but the sizes of the wards uh, could change and, you know, they're, they're hoping, I think, to even out some of the, the, the population numbers in those wards. They range right now, if you take a look, uh, from about I don't know, 76,000 all the way up over to almost 112,000. Joining us this afternoon is Dr. Jared Wesley, the chair of the Edmonton Ward Boundaries Commission. Dr. Wesley, welcome to the show. Great to be here. All right, so why the need for the change? Well, as you suggested, a lot can a lot can happen in a very short period of time when it comes to population shifts um, in, in and around Edmonton. And I think the the driving force behind uh, City Council appointing the first ever Ward Boundaries Commission, though, was was the annexation of land uh, in Leduc County and the City of Beaumont, which has created some of those disparities that you talked about earlier. Um, you know. Supreme Court of Canada and and Council are in agreement that we should have as close to one member, uh, uh, one person, one vote as we can within the city of Edmonton. Uh. That is that is certainly not the case right now, and and they've struck uh, this the Sport Boundaries Commission to have a look at how we can make uh, representation a little more effective. Yeah, you take a look at that Ward 12, which is the one I think it's in in, in uh, south, southwestern Edmonton, mm-hmm. all the way out to kind of that Nisky-Leduc area, and I think that's kind of one of the big ones where we're sitting at 112,000 people. Mm-hmm. Tell us about um, the Edmonton Ward Boundaries Commission. What is it all about? Who makes it up? And, and what makes it different? Well, it's the first time that Edmonton's ever actually engaged citizens and experts uh, in in this kind of activity. Other jurisdictions, a lot of municipalities already do this kind of citizen-based work. Um, folks, your listeners will be familiar more with, with what happens at the provincial level and mm-hmm. at the federal level where we actually involve uh, citizens. In that case, it's more of a partisan or multi-partisan-based process. The folks on our commission are volunteers. We're doing this uh, off the sides of our desk, volunteering our time after work in, in, in order to, to provide the kind of input that's needed. We have folks that have expertise in um, urban design. I'm, I'm a political scientist. Mm-hmm. We have other folks that have, have uh, experience with city administration. So it's a really great group of dedicated people that are really interested in listening to what Edmontonians have to say about how they're represented. So as you mentioned, you're a political scientist, so I could see why you might be uh, interested in this. But why were you uh, even more so? Why did you want to get involved in it? Well, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I think I've celebrated my Alberta bursary. I think that's what they call it when you spent more time in Alberta than where you were born. I was, I'm Manitoban by by birth, but I wanted to get to know my city a bit better. And this has been a great opportunity for me to, to learn more about uh, the neighborhoods and and how they're they're organized and get get to know. Um, how, you know how, how the different war structures are, are based. Uh, a lot recognize a lot of people aren't political science geeks like myself, but I think everybody does have a stake in in how they're represented. And this, we have a lot of pretty big decisions to make about which neighborhoods will be grouped together 
under a particular ward. My own ward, personally, in, in Riverdale, looks like it's, it's grouped in with one group of neighbourhoods in one concept map and a completely different group of uh. neighbourhoods in another. And that has an impact on, on, on everything from um, trash collection to LRT construction. So people need to take, a, take note. So we, I mentioned some of the disparities on kind of the population uh, ranges in the wards across the city. Uh, the, the, the perfect balance is what, about 80,000, 85,000 per ward? We're looking at we're looking at a target around 88 because we have okay. to take into account projected population growth over the next dozen years or so, which makes the task even more complex because we have to make decisions or guesses, uh, inform guesses about what to do with areas like Blatchford. Will it mm. grow as, as much as everybody thinks it will? And if so, we have to take it into account uh, when we're trying to design boundaries that will withstand three electoral cycles, which is a long ways out. So can you give you know, folks an idea of why this, you know, wh- what kind of impact it would have on them? I think there's probably some folks at home going, don't care, don't really care how the ward boundaries are arranged. I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to impact me whatsoever. <laughs> how will it impact them? Well, let's, let's be frank about it. I mean, municipal turnout is, is typically low. Um, this coming 2021, municipal election could actually be one of the highest levels of turnout in Edmonton because there are other things on the ballot besides municipal politics. Mm-hmm. So we are likely to have um, Senate uh, Senate uh, elect elections as part of that ballot, and we may actually have a referendum on equalization in some form or another. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people could show up to the, <laughs> to the ballot box wanting to vote for that and figure out, wow, my ward looks like that. Yeah. I wish I had a say in, in where I was placed. I'd hate for people to have buyer's remorse that way. But I think more positively, it's that people need to start thinking about um, what is their community, mm-hmm. right? What mm-hmm. community do I belong in? Um, does the river separate me from people that are different than me, or do I want to be part of a community that actually spans the river or other, other boundaries that we're talking about? So Dr. Gerald Wesley joining us this afternoon. He is a political scientist at the University of Alberta, but he's also the chair of the Edmonton Ward Boundaries Commission, and that's why we're talking with him this afternoon, because a number of uh, meetings uh, are, are being held starting tonight. How do you design those boundaries, Dr. Wesley? What do you have to, to follow? What are some of the challenges that go along with that yeah the council is actually very prescriptive uh, in terms of the criteria we have to look at uh, as a boundary station so for example uh, one of the guidelines is we have to stay within 25 percent variance um, from that quotient you mentioned earlier so if the if the average uh, ward size is 88,000, then then you can only go uh, build a ward that's other 25 percent larger than that or 25% smaller. Mm. Um, the other other rules, like we can't, uh, we're not supposed to cut uh, community leagues in, in, yeah. in half or into various parts is a huge constraint on what we can do. Um, we've drawn a map that we thought was a uh, good balance in terms of population and population growth, but it happened to trim off certain sections of community leagues. So that's something that we're talking with today with the Edmonton Federation of Community Leagues about. Other things like respecting natural boundaries, like the river, these are not hard and fast rules in, in the policy, but they are guidelines that we have to follow. And it makes it um, all the more challenging for us as commissioners to draw maps that, that make sense from that effective representation. Can, can you ex- expand a little bit more on the community league angle uh, of this? Why is that so important? Well, the council has decided and, and um I'm, I'm I'm bound by by their uh, by their policy. It doesn't really matter whether I agree with it or not. Um, but they've said that community leagues are in effect kinds of communities of interest, and mm-hmm. that it's a form of representation that they want to that they want to respect. We're also engaging other stakeholders, not just community leagues, but um, school boards as well, to say whether 
school board boundaries and catchment areas ought to be captured when we're drawing these boundaries. Is that more of a, a better way of effectively representing people because they, they send their kids to the same kinds of schools? So what council has allowed us to do is not just redraw the map for 2021 and beyond, but they've asked us to take a look at this policy, right, to see whether the criteria that they've outlined are actually meeting the standards of that effective representation. And we'll be offering, we'll be asking Edmontonians for feedback on that too. And so the maps that you've drawn, you've drawn up that uh, you know that people can weigh in on at these uh, public drop-in sessions. Are, are are there some major changes that that you'd like to point out that we could mention right now? Uh, yeah, first I'd say you don't have to do a drop-in session as well. We also have an online uh, process where you can go online, have a look at the maps, and provide us with feedback that way as well. Um, we've given two option maps, not with the eye of saying like we're we'll land with these exact maps in our recommendation to council, but but rather that um, these are some options that we'd like some feedback on. And option number one, every single war boundary, uh, every single uh, war boundary would shift. There's not one war that is actually preserved by it. Most mm. of the changes in both of the options happen south of the river for the reasons we talked about earlier, right? That's where a lot of the population growth is. But I'll, I'll zoom in on, on my particular uh, uh, ward again in my particular neighborhood in Riverdale. Um, the community is just uh, north of the river by the Shaw Conference Center, by the Edmonton um, Conference Center. Um, in provincial elections, we vote on one side of the river with our with our neighborhoods, on, and uh, you know, in federal elections, we vote with the other side. Um, so cho- choosing what boundaries divide these communities of interest is really fascinating, and we want to hear from people what makes most sense to them. And the two maps do provide that kind of, those kind of options to have that conversation. Yeah, and it's really interesting. You know, I have I have friends who have lived downtown uh, for their entire their entire time in Edmonton. They're very much considering themselves downtown people. They rarely cross the river. They they don't cross mm-hmm. the river unless they they absolutely have to. And uh, I, I I found that kind of a little mind boggling. But yeah, people find um, you know their communities and and where they want to be and and identify very closely with them. So there's a number of these public drop-in sessions, as you mentioned. You can go online at Edmonton ca ward review to see it online but there's a, a number of these coming up tonight uh, wednesday thursday and then into next week what happens from that uh what is it what's the timeline on this so we're we're ending the consultation near the end of uh, end of january mm-hmm. at which point we'll receive uh you know the report out from from the folks that are doing the actual facilitation of those sessions we're going to combine that with the feedback we've received from edmonton city councillors the edmonton federation of community leagues and school boards and we'll revisit the two map concepts that we've developed. Uh, From that point, we make a report that goes to council, and at the end of the day, it's council's decision as to whether to adopt uh, our recommendations on the map and on the policy, or whether they want to make those adjustments themselves. At that point, there's another opportunity for the public to have to have commentary on the revised okay. maps and on the on the policy so it is an open and transparent um, process uh, it is expedited uh, <laughs> we started this process in September and we are going to have a, a set of recommendations to council in May but but I, I really do think that there is an opportunity for people to voice their 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 ideas about what it means to be represented here in Edmonton and Dr. Wesley I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon I appreciate your time you bet thanks for making time yeah take care Dr. Jared Wesley joining us this afternoon political scientist at the University of Alberta and chair of the Edmonton Ward Boundaries Commission. I mentioned that there are public drop-in sessions um, and they start tonight. Uh, there's one being held at the Millwood Senior and Multicultural Centre at 2610 Hughes 
his way. And then tomorrow at uh, the Terwilliger Community Rec Centre, Thursday, the Orange Hub at uh, 145 156th Street. And then into next week, there's a number. As I mentioned, you can go online and take a look at this as well at edmonton.ca slash forward slash ward review. This online survey ends January 19th. And again, if you're curious to know about it, you can find so much stuff at edmonton.ca. Just Google, you know, ward population. And if you take a look, I was actually uh, wrong thinking that the lowest one was around 72. Our smallest ward sits at about um, 63,000, and that is Ward 7. And then you look at Ward 12, uh, almost double.